Hey, hey, you were listening to JC Talks, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prado, yours truly, and I'm so grateful that you've joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. This podcast today is not about the science of success. It was inspired by uh, this documentary I'm watching on Hulu called Man in the Arena about Tom Brady. And if you know me, you know I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, and I don't care what anybody thinks about that. Uh, no shame in my game. This is a very successful gentleman who has won, I'm, I'm going to mess this up, seven Super Bowl rings, I believe, seven. And uh, hopefully this next year with the Buccaneers going back, maybe he'll win an eighth one. Uh, that would be absolutely amazing. Anyway, he talks a lot um, in the final episode. I guess it's not the final, final episode, but episode nine, it's on Hulu. He talks a lot about this poem that I'm going to read for you. And it was actually written by Alan Watts. And uh, it just talks about this. Uh, it's, it's, it's called The Story of the Chinese Farmer. And Tom Brady just kept referencing this. And so I thought, wow, well, I'm going to go read this. And then I read it and I thought, I want to share this with you in the podcast as well. So here we go. This is by Alan Watts, who also has some great meditations on YouTube, by the way. This is called The Story of the Chinese Farmer. Here we go. Once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer whose horse ran away. That doesn't sound good, does it? That evening, all of his neighbors came around to commiserate. They said, we are so sorry to hear your horse has run away. This is most unfortunate. The farmer said, yeah, maybe. The next day, the horse came back, bringing seven wild horses with it. And in the evening, everybody came back and said, oh, isn't that lucky? What a great turn of events. You now have eight horses. The farmer again said, yeah, maybe. The following day, his son tried to break one of the horses. And while riding it, he was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors then said, oh, dear, that's too bad. Look at that. You brought these horses in and it broke your son's leg trying to train him. Too, too bad. And the farmer responded, well, maybe. The next day, the conscription officers came around to conscript, to conscript people into the army. That means to sign them up for the, for the army, sign them up for the military. And they rejected his son because he had a broken leg. Again, all the neighbors came around and said, isn't that great? Doesn't have to go serve in the military and potentially die in the military. And the farmer says, uh, maybe. Now, I want to say this. One thing I don't like about that, uh, this, uh, this, this parable here is that example right there. I don't like it. As someone who's a U.S. Army veteran, I'm not necessarily a fan of that. But you get the point I'm trying to make. You get the point that the poem's trying to make. And then it says this, these are the words of Alan Watts. The whole process of nature is an integrated process of immense complexity. And it's really impossible to tell whether anything that happens, to tell whether anything that happens in it is good or bad, because you never know what will be in the consequence of the misfortune, or you never know what will be in the consequences of good fortune, right? So bad things come your way. What will the residual effects be of the bad things? Good things come your way. What will be the residual effects of those good things, right? We never know, right? It's like, you know, it's like the fact, okay, I'm going to give you a personal example for me right now. I just got hired 
by this amazing university. I think it's an amazing university here in, in uh, San Diego, where I live, the Point Loma Nazarene University. And it's a faith-based university. They have a school of business there. And I got hired full-time to be professor of leadership, associate professor of leadership, and assistant dean. That all starts in August. I'm very excited about that. Very excited. I mean, I can't, this is like my dream. But it also means that other things have to come to an end. It also means that uh, potentially uh, I'm going to have to move where I live to kind of get closer. I mean, I'm still trying to make that decision. It also means that some of the coworkers that I've known for a long time, you know, I'm going to find new coworkers, uh, which is exciting, but it's also kind of nerve wracking. And it's, you you know, it's the new guy, right? I'll be the new guy again. I'm coming from a place where I've, you know, I've been around seven years and over seven years, almost eight years. And, and now I'm going to go and I'm have to be the new guy all over again. Right. Um, and that's not, that's not always fun to have that happen. Uh, I've had a lot of freedom in the last 18 months because I haven't had an actual full-time job. I've been out doing consulting training, adjunct teaching, you know, doing whatever I can to kind of piece together, you know, all the things I'm trying to do. And it's been a lot of fun. I get to get up whenever I want. I stay up as late as I want. And I, you know, I work hard and I'm, I'm inner driven, so it's not hard for me, but you know, I've, I haven't had any structure from the outside. And now I'm going to go into a world where there's a little bit more structure. Not it's, it's not like a nine to five job, but there's definitely going to be structure. There's going to be pressures going to be people that want things from me. So again, I'm saying all to say, you know, in my opinion, this is just one of the greatest, most exciting things that have happened to me probably in my entire life. Uh, so I'm very excited about it, but the point of this is, is trying to make, and you have to think about your own life. When bad things happen, we never know what good can come from that bad thing. Last, last, uh, uh, last Saturday night, it's another kind of a, a silly example here, but it just proves the point. Uh, there's a store I like to shop at called H&M. You've probably heard of it before. Um, and there's, there's this mall close to where I live about five minutes away. And this mall has been really screwing up recently. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't want to call out the mall because that's probably going a little bit too far, but I've been over at that mall two different times and I've had two different issues now with it. So my daughter and I walk in, it's uh, like 745. The store closes at eight H and M does. And uh, we walk in and, and the lady up front, she just says, Hey, I'm so sorry. Um, we close in 15 minutes. So you're going to have, but our systems are down. So all you can do is pay with cash. I said, you're kidding me. And I had my daughter and she's hungry and I need to get her home. She's six years of age, uh, but I needed to get a new shirt. It was Easter. So one of my jobs is to be on platform, to be on a platform at this church I work at. And I wanted to buy something new. I, I needed to buy something new for the next day. We had a certain color code that we were going with. And so we had to drive all the way across town. I found another H&M that was closed at nine o'clock. Had to drive all the way across town and found it. But you know what I found? The, the best H&M I've ever been to was the, was the one I had to go to. And I, excuse me, I found exactly what I need. I found more than what I need. I didn't buy all of it because I don't have the money to do all that right now. But I purchased what I needed. It was the best thing that I could have gotten at the time. And it turned out to be like a really cool night. And then my daughter and I were walking on this mall. It was a very cool mall. I, I, I'd never kind of, I mean, I'd been in that mall before, but I never really spent time in it. And so my daughter and I got to walk around a little bit and she was loving it. And there's certain things she saw. And so we had really a, a really great time there. And uh, so it was something negative. We're walking into that other one. It turned into a positive. Um you know, I, uh, the list can go on, right? The, the list can go on and on and on and on. You understand this. Sometimes really good things that happen to us 
um, there's a flip side to that. Sometimes really bad things happen to us and there's a flip side to that. So the point I'm trying to make here as we enter into the weekend is, you know what, maybe this, uh, this idea of just having this, this mentality of maybe is not really uh, a bad thing. Instead of saying we hate something or saying something is bad or saying something that we love something or saying something is good, uh, we just say, you know what, it happens. You know, it, it happens. The article goes on to state here. It says, often we label our experiences bad if we hate it and good if we like it, but the bad cannot exist without the good and vice versa. That's important for us to know as well, too. That's important for maybe you to know is that you can't have the good without the bad. Imagine if everything was always good, right? It, it, it wouldn't make any sense. We just came through Easter weekend. Why is Easter such a big deal for, uh, for Christians? Well, it's because two days earlier, uh, Jesus died, right? The only way you have an Easter resurrection Sunday is you have to have a death first, right? And so you got to get through the negative in order to get to the positive. Right. So the article here says it says whatever happens in our life, we'll never know the consequences it may bring in the future. As Alan Watts said, you never know the consequences that will be the consequence of the misfortune or you never know what will be the consequences of good fortune. So, again, here's my I guess here's my encouragement to you. Nothing is really good and nothing is really bad. It just is. Right. And most of the time it's our perspective on the issue that really makes it what it is. And so I think this goes to this idea, if we can bring this back to leadership of consistency. Uh, when, when great things happen to us, stay consistent. Don't get too excited about it. You don't know what the residual effects are going to be. When things are negative, don't get too excited about it. You don't know what the residual effects are going to be of that. Okay. I'm going to give one more story. I have to, because my this is like the story of my life. Last year, Okay, going back to this job that I just accepted at Point Loma Nazarene. Last year, I was in a long process with another school. They have a school of business, faith-based university. And it was looking like I was going to get hired by them to be a professor of business. And I was so excited about it. Oh, so excited, professor of management or business or something like that. But I had the wrong doctorate. I was getting the wrong doctorate. Okay. It was a doctor of education. And in business schools, they don't typically like those doctor of educations. Great if you're going to be an educator, not so good if you're going to be in business or if you're going to teach business. What they wanted was a doctor of business administration or a PhD in business. Well, I didn't have one. And so they ended up shutting down my candidacy for it. And it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. However, I decided uh, I want to make this work. So I'm going to change up and I'll get a doctor of business administration. And so I went and signed up for a a, uh, program uh, for a doctor of business administration. And, um, that was really, you know, it was, it was kind of a hard decision to make. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the most fun decision that I made and, but I recognized this is what I had to do. And so I thought I was going to be hired in the fall. The fall came around, didn't get hired. Thought I was going to be hired this past winter, uh, January winter came around. I wasn't hired. Boom. Two months later, uh, less than two months later, I, I get hired for literally my dream job. And I sat there when I was in the interview process and I asked him the question, I said, Hey, if I wasn't getting this certain degree I have now, would I be in the running for this position? And they both said, probably not. It's important that you're getting the degree you're getting, but that never would have happened if it weren't for last year, what happened last year. And so that whole thing out of that whole mess came, Hey, I got to change up degrees. And so it changed up degree. And here I am today. And so I don't mean to make this personal about myself. I'm just saying I've been through so much crap in my life. You have no, I mean, I could just go after story after story and tell you about how this has worked out. But every time something crappy happens in my life or something, you know, 
that 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 isn't good, something negative. Uh, typically out of that something negative, and it may take some time, it may take a while, but typically out of that something negative, something positive is going to happen. So the same thing for you. Let's not get too up when the good things happen. Let's not get too down when the bad things happen. Let's stay the course. Let's be consistent as leaders because we never know, right? The good may cause some negative. The negative may cause some good. We just never know. Our job is to be consistent. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate that you make time to do this. And hopefully it's adding value to your life and to your leadership. I'll see you next week. New episodes out next week. I'll see you then. Take care. Have a great week. 